Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. You're listening to Rob Kendall. When we talk about sending money somewhere, Mm -hmm. we're talking about printing the money because we have no money. And Casey Daniels. My government would never lie to me, would they? On 93 WIPC. guest was thoroughly unimpressed with everyone. 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob. Casey's here. And let's go to the WIBC hotline. You know him from the Tony Kennett cast. Heard weeknights 7 o'clock here on WIBC. He's by far the highest intellect of all the WIBC broadcasters. He is super smart. Oh my goodness. It's off the charts. If he weren't so darn arrogant, he'd be a national treasure. Tony Kennett, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Hey, okay, so there was some big shindig. The 6th uh, Congressional District had some sort of straw poll for the governor's race. You were there covering it over the weekend, and you said everyone sucked. Yeah, so this is the very first straw poll. Um, and unlike a lot of uh, other random polling, which, again, anybody can participate in or press their finger on the scale, this is a straw poll with precinct committeemen. Those are the only people that are allowed to vote. And it was pretty split between establishment, traditional conservatives, and uh, more populist groups, actually by thirds, really kind of an interesting blend. And look, Rob, you know this. I, I'm a product of our public education system. I taught in it for a while. <laughs> I understand what disappointment and boredom is all about, mm-hmm. right? But this reset my expectations for disappointment and boredom. Okay, real, 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 real quick, so real, real, Tony. Low Tony, real to be quick. a good candidate. Tony, oh. real quick, just explain to everybody what happened here. So. These political insider people vote, but before that, the candidates, Crouch, Hill, Doden, the rest of the group, they all got up and gave speeches or answered questions. What happened? So uh, they they filed us all in, and while everyone was um, basically writing down questions for the candidates, they all gave like a kind of an opening statement. And by by when I say all, I mean all of the gubernatorial GOP candidates except for Brad Chambers, but... Again, who? So no one was really looking for Brad Chambers to show up anyway. I don't even think the people working at his booth knew who he was. Um, But anywho, the other five get Uh up there. And so Mike Braun speaks. And I'm instantly blown away by the fact that this man looks like he just rolled out of bed. I mean, really, he's not enthusiastic. He doesn't care. He just gives a speech and everyone's like, well, I mean, what he said was okay, but it looks like he's getting ready to head for okra at Miller's Mary Manor at 1130. So that's okay. Suzanne Crouch looked timid, but she, she like, again, she is starting to run away with the evangelical vote. So she's starting to speak more culturally. So it was okay. You mentioned Tony. uh, And then Hill did really well. I was blown away by that. And then Jamie Rittenauer was patently insane. And so that was kind of the opening statements from all of those candidates. There, there, there's so much to unpack here. Casey, go ahead. Okay, so you said that Suzanne Crouch did good, but you also said she's kind of distancing herself from Holcomb. How? So actually, that's my favorite thing to say, and I've gotten angry Twitter comments about this because I dared say that. 
the first question. So they piled all the questions together and then they took the the most questions and kind of ordered them in most popular question to least. And the first question was, how did Indiana handle COVID and how would you handle something like that in the future? And the very first thing Crouch said in the most diplomatic ways possible is the Indiana government made a mistake. And it was, re- and I literally was jumping over seats <laughs> to record her answer. I'll be uploading that later. So she's trying to distance herself from Holcomb it's not really going to work, but like she really is giving it her all to kind of step away from senior misdemeanor. The real winner of that question was Curtis Hill because he's like, I'm the guy that got the mask mandate shut down. I'm the guy who gave Holcomb the middle finger. I'm the guy who would do it again. And it was everyone was like nodding along. Curtis Hill was the only person in the entire place who actually got stopped while he was giving an answer because the audience applauded. Hmm. All of the other, and I mean that seriously, all of the other candidates sucked in comparison to his answers. Tony Kennett is our guest. He was at the big uh, 6th Congressional District Republican uh, straw poll for the governor's candidates uh, over the weekend, said everybody basically, other than maybe Curtis Hill, was equally unimpressive. So the final tally, this kind of surprised me, Crouch actually won this thing. Mm -hmm. Again, you have to remember that the district is split one-third establishment. So if you look down at the Nikki Haley versus Donald Trump, votes it's kind of saddled along the same line so nikki haley had i I think what was about 16 or 19 votes and then donald trump had 35 so the nikki haley people all went for suzanne crouch all unilaterally and and i talked to uh captain lamar who was the the guy who was putting up the whole thing holding that uh event the moderator and it looked like it saddled pretty closely along those lines everyone else either went for hill or one of the other candidates braun got eight his staff was very unhappy, but they also tried to say that it didn't matter because people they were expecting to come didn't come, which I always find is a suspicious answer for why you didn't do well in a poll. Um, but anywho, the craziest person there, though, was Jamie Rittenhauer. What happened? I mean, oh, my God. I, I, I don't even. So you guys know Parks This is radio, Rec. Tony. You got to talk. It's radio. You got to tell us. We can't see it, you. It, it, it just bewilders me to try to bring some of the things that she said to life because it will only be a pale imitation. She said that in an answer to a question about marijuana, she said that we had danced with the devil on the dance floor and that her vision for the goodness of Hoosiers was that I, I, I really don't even know what she was <laughs> trying to say. It was like a Parks and Rec character came to life on stage. <laughs> And they would ask her a question like, do you have any plans for the economy or for property taxes or for anything? And she'd go, well, when I was standing in a parking lot at a Kroger's licking the telephone poles, and you'd be like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so she was on our – we've invited all these people – or they're all invited on. Curtis Hill's actually going to be with us tomorrow. We found her to be somewhat impressive because she seemed to have a noble, I don't like anybody uh, up there sort of approach. But you're saying it didn't translate well when there were other people and she got uh, maybe long form, more long form questions. Okay, I will point out that two thirds of the voters totally should have been in line with, again, I am an independent fundamental Baptist. She's waving around a Bible. Therefore, that should translate, right? The problem is, just because you really don't like Indianapolis, get in line, sister. That's like 80% of us here in the state. So you actually need to know what you are doing. And the problem is that instead of communicating calm policy and understanding of Indiana's constitution, knowing what needs to be done, she came as though she's at the local barber shop and she wandered in two bottles of whiskey deep. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tony Kennett is our guest. You can find him on Twitter at the Tonus. We're talking about this very wild and wacky uh, GOP uh, straw poll, governor's uh, straw poll that took place over the weekend in the sixth congressional district. So uh, here is my thing with Braun because people keep saying, "Oh, this thing is really going to tighten." Yet all these early polls show Braun so far ahead. Are you the belief that? One, is Braun actually that far ahead right now? And two, are you of a belief this race is going to tighten? Look, I'm a lot different when I've had two cups of coffee than when I've had no cups of coffee. And I mean this. If Braun gets up on a big televised debate stage and he says the same stuff he did, which is that he's one of the most conservative senators and his voting record is very conservative, it's kind of hard to throw a punch at him because what are you going to say? Well, I actually like Mike Lee better. Yeah, but he's like hanging out with Mike Lee all the time and voting the same way as Mike Lee on a lot of stuff. So it's kind of hard to hit him on a local level. The biggest thing that any other candidate has going is Curtis Hill looks, speaks and acts like a governor. But the dude's campaign has no money. Yeah. So it's it's just not going to happen. The governor is going to be brawn. Suzanne Crouch, God bless her. She's not going to get a big chunk of the state. I mean, the, the other two thirds being that she does smell like Holcomb. And I tried to ask her, why do you think that you're making headway? And she gave me kind of a run around the park answer of, well, I talk about values and mental health. And it's like, okay, but I talked to these voters and none of them mention those things. So it's going to be Braun. I, you know, it, that is what it is. So, okay, yeah. So the, this is my question to you, though, because nobody has really hit Braun so far. Now I saw now d- they're coming at him over this qualified immunity thing. This guy voted for 40-plus tax increases his last year in the General Assembly, and nobody, or his next, uh, I guess it would be his next to last year in the General Assembly, and nobody seems to call him out on that. How does he get, he voted for the gas tax, all this stuff, and yet all these people with all this money, Chambers, Suzanne, Doden, nobody's hitting him on this. Why? Well, because Doden, I, and I'm, I like Doden. He's a nice guy. I do like him. But Doden, honestly, would probably be better as like a secretary of commerce rather than actually running the governor's office chair because I'm, I, he never gave any direct answers or, or punches. It was just, I really like small towns. Can you explain that? No. <laughs> Curtis Hill, when he threw a punch, he didn't throw a punch at Braun. He'd like throw a punch at Crouch or throw a punch at Jamie Rittenauer. Both really great targets but not who you should be throwing punches at. And then Suzanne Crouch, again, she didn't really throw punches at all. She would just say, I'm a really good person for governor. And we'd be like, okay, do you have any examples? And she'd be like, I was the secretary of agriculture. And I'm like, oh, my God, these people are going to run my state. That was this entire thing. So you said Crouch smells like uh, Holcomb. (laughs) What exactly does Holcomb smell like? Is that like Dracar or Polo, some, some old school cologne? What is it? Uh, I think it's a high school drama play. You know it's going to be disappointing, but you go and you're just like, uh, I spent an evening here. Find him on Twitter, at the Tonus. Tony Kennett, thank you for doing the work so we don't have to, which is subject ourselves to these governor's candidates in mass. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. <laughs> That's a real clip. Of the president. Yes. yes, it is. That clip was in no way doctored by Kevin <laughs> or it's not some prank. 
those words in that order came out of Joe uh-huh. Biden's mouth. Hey, speaking of Kevin, uh, he texted Rob and I yesterday. Where was he at? He was at uh, that place the Beatles played in Liverpool. So Kevin is our normal producer. He took a two-week European vacation. Jason has done a great job of filling in. And yes, Kevin, we didn't know whether he was alive or not, mm-hmm. but he finally texted us <laughs> and he was somewhere, something with the Beatles. I think and, it's called the Caravan or something like that. The Cavern. Cavern, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where the Beatles played. And so the band that he went to see was playing the Beatles. And I thought, is that mandatory? If you're going to play there, you have to do a Beatles cover song. Well, here is my concern with Kev <laughs> is that. He kind of burned through a lot of vacation real quick, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have quite the vacation that we do. I would love to sell him some of my days because he would use (laughs) them. But I'm really worried that Kevin kind of – and I I don't know. I don't – if I had two weeks, I'm not sure Europe would be where I'd burn my two weeks. But Uh, You think he's going to get burnt out later in the year? Well, I'm just saying he's basically got nothing left. He used them all in (laughs) February, so get ready, pal. Yeah, it's going to be a long – Long year for him. Uh, okay, let's talk about George Santos. This is the uh, former rep from New York. He was booted out, and they recently replaced him. And do you remember talking about how he was making cameos? Oh, yes. To try and yes. make some some pocket change? He, he was charging up to $400 yes, per cameo. Correct. Well, he's now suing Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, because he says that Jimmy Kimmel tricked him into making videos on Cameo for the sole purpose of capitalizing on oh. him and ridiculing him. Now, this happens a lot. Now, when uh, the two women worked here, they had the Cameo. Mm-hmm. And one of my jobs was I would help them if they would get requests being, you know, fairly well-assembled women. Sometimes they would get requests that were clearly uh with for nefarious purposes and well that was back casey when i was more in touch with the uh the lingo and the seedy side of society than Mm -hmm. i am today sure so they would from time to time ask me you know various things that might not have been apparent and i would i would help out with that uh however ultimately it's on you if you send like if you send yourself if you are on the internet and you say here is uh, an ability to see me for money, then I would think you should be fully aware that that, as a public figure, might be utilized against you in some shape, form, or fashion. Well, he's Santos is now seeking $750,000 in damages. Ah. He's named ABC and Disney in the complaint, of as well as Jimmy Kimmel, and he says that it's copyright infringement, and I think he's got a point there. Because unless Jimmy Kimmel said, hey, by the way, do this cameo and we're going to put it on TV, like that's not part of the deal. And I guess Jimmy Kimmel signed up for it under a pseudonym. Well, okay, so this is an interesting question. I'm obviously not a lawyer. However, I would, because you see these posted to the internet and people will play different people's cameos all the time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you see if they're funny ones or ridiculous ones, you'll see them on newscasts, et cetera. Well, Jimmy Kimmel's an entertainment show, mm-hmm. and George Santos is a completely ridiculous clown. And I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not a person of the the law. I have no idea what the legalese are in this. But if you make a video for someone and accept their money, what what obligation have I to you to say, you know, I'm so-and-so. There's nothing on Cameo that requires you that I'm aware of to give an honest assessment of who you are. And 
So I don't know what case you'd actually have here. Here's an idea. How about you not have broken the law repeatedly on several different fronts that would have got you kicked out of Congress and likely going to end up in prison, and maybe you wouldn't be in this position to begin with? You wouldn't be needing to go on cameo? Well, the lawsuit, I guess, says that unbeknownst to Santos, oh. Jimmy Kimmel submitted at least 14 different requests, and he used phony names and narratives, and this is what it sounded like when he aired it on TV. Whatever the case, I couldn't resist, so I sent George through cameo a number of different uh, ridiculous requests, like you could tell them what you want them to say. I didn't say they're for me, I just wrote them and sent them to find out, will Santos say it, okay? So... I wanted to stop by to congratulate you for winning the Clearwater Florida Beef Eating Contest. <laughs> Eating six pounds of loose ground beef in under 30 minutes is a all-time new record, which is amazing and impressive. Congratulations for the win. I know you're feeling a little under the weather, but I hear from a great source that the doctor said that you'll be released from the hospital soon and recover well. Look. Have a speedy recovery and then enjoy the festivities of the end of the year. Bye. Mm -hmm. So that was the cameo that Jimmy Kimmel aired on TV. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Santos is embarrassed by it. Well, then stop selling yourself <laughs> for money. Don't you love the lack of self-owning? You see, it is no more prominent the lack of self-own and self-responsibility than in politics. Of all the people that I have encountered over the years, the politicians are always the ones who look for someone else to blame rather than themselves. And this guy, amongst other things, had major problems with his campaign finance forms, used the money for what the allegation is illegal purposes. And by the way, again, I don't know who here in central Indiana needs to hear this, but since I'm pretty certain they're going to hear it, using, uh, filing uh, erroneous campaign finance reports is a huge no-no, and it's one of the dumbest things you can possibly do because all it takes is one person to look at your campaign finance report, and all they have to do is figure out that you did it, and then they turn it over to the government, and the government takes it from there. Mm -hmm. This guy is beyond stupid, and if you manipulate your campaign finance report, you are also a moron. Hey, did you uh, see that Tiger Woods finally made a deal with TaylorMade? You know, he ended that, uh, what was it, 27-year relationship or partnership he had with Nike, and we had speculated that he was going to reintroduce a new brand with somebody else. Well, it's official. He is. It's with TaylorMade, and the brand is called Sunday Red because he always wears red yes. on Sundays, right? right? Um, so the logo, I guess, is a tribute to the 15 different majors that he's worn, you know, won over the course of his career. You know, Tiger Woods is so fascinating, and I was obviously watching him play this past week. He didn't, uh, once again, did not finish the tournament. Mm -hmm. um, this time it was due to illness. But look, Tiger's gone. You watch him play. You watch him walk. He struggles through the rounds if he can get through them at all. It's multiple times now over the past year. He's in the few tournaments he's played in. He's failed to complete the tournament um, that he that he signed up for. He really is a Shakespearean, a tragic Shakespearean character where he was the greatest to ever do his sport. That period of Tiger Woods from like 1997 to 2008 was the he was arguably the greatest athlete in the history of sports and what he did no one ever except for maybe Gretzky maybe Babe Ruth but probably not dominated their sport the way Tiger Woods did and 
That was his dream in life since he was two years old was to be that. And at the height, he won the U.S. Open on a broken leg, Casey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He literally won the U.S. Open on a broken leg. That's how good he was. And yet at the height of closing in on, oh, my gosh, he's going to blow past Nicholas. It's not even going to be close. He is derailed because of his own lack of self-control, and he never recovered. And he's not going to get Jack Nicholas's record. He's not. He's probably. He's going to be stuck at 15. He's still an incredibly famous person. But I think there's probably a great deal of misery if you were to like hook t- Tiger Woods up to a lie detector because the thing he always really wanted, he will never achieve, and it was his, of his own. His own doing. Yeah, Yeah, that's a common theme with people that we talk about on this radio program. I guess he is going to get equity in the company, though, so the money's going to keep on rolling in. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC, and voicemails are up next. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. The phone number 317-684-8444. If you'd like to contribute with your voicemail, it is 1034 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Uh, somebody called from Brownsburg, Rob. Oh, how and uh, she wants to get you all charged up, oh. apparently doing her taxes recently <laughs> and um, a little bit discouraged. So this is what she had to say. Hi, Rob. Hey, Casey. Hey, longtime listener, fan live in the great town of Brownsburg, uh, not far from you, Rob. I just had to give you a little bit of fuel regarding the great state Congress people, those running our great red state in Indiana. Um, I am a Navy mom. My son's active duty, based in Norfolk, Virginia, has been in the service for a little over three years, was just taxed. Did his turbo tax by the state of Indiana $4,600. He hasn't lived here for two and a half years, actually longer than that. But anyhow, it's just highway robbery. His vehicle is registered here, but he's not lived here in two and a half years. So why is he paying $4,600 to the state of Indiana when he has not been here? for a very long time. Why on earth is this happening to the United States military when we're giving all these freebies to illegals, undocumented workers? Um, We give all kinds of tax credits to these people, but what about the military? The people that our Indiana state government says that they're so proud of and so thankful for. Well, I'm sorry. When you treat them this way, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You are not thankful for them. You're punishing them. Just had to give you a little bit of fuel um, in regards to our great Indiana State Republican government. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Casey. Take care. 
Well, first of all, thank you to him for mm-hmm. his uh, service, and thank you to all of our military and police officers out there, and thank you for putting your lives on the line You know, every single day, and our firefighters, we love those people. Here's the thing, Casey. We have said this many, many times, and I've been at it now for eight years on this radio station, and a lot of people, tens of thousands of people, have woke up to this, but it's still not nearly enough, that the Republican Party in this state is not your friend. They're not pro-taxpayer. They're not pro-liberty and freedom. They're not pro-limited government. They are the party of big government. And the reason they're allowed, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, the reason they're allowed to keep getting away with this is because the Democrats are insane. And they sound like crazy people, and they run crazy people, and their campaigns prioritize crazy public policies that make them simply unelectable. And it sucks because the state, the taxpayers, would be markedly better served if there were if the Republicans actually had to try to win elections here. But what you get is because there is no competition and the actual competition is in the primary. And as we've seen with people like John Jacob and Kurt Nicely, the establishment, if they don't like you, will spend a mil, you know, half million, million dollars, whatever, to get rid of you. That you've either got to completely fall in line or you're out. And so you have a group of people who are not on your side. They don't like you. Look at the effort they have gone to, the amount of public money that has spent been spent to keep John Rust from running for public office. Mm-hmm. Think about the amount of, you know, we, this, this. I would love to know, and, and maybe somebody will do this by the time it's all said and done through public records requests, the amount of money that has been spent to keep that guy off the ballot. And think of the amount of uh, severely disabled special needs kids who that could have helped pay those parents to watch those kids. And so what? What did you win, Indiana? The the taxpayers have not been better served by John Russ not running. The taxpayers are not better served by 80% of the state remaining ineligible to run for public office as a Republican or Democrat, which is what this is about. The only people that are better served are the people inside that establishment box bubble power structure. Mm-hmm. But we are to blame for this because we keep rolling over and voting red no matter what. We keep not doing our homework in the primaries and voting for these people. And so I don't know what the answer is because the Democrats are oftentimes just insane people who people go, well, I can't I can't deal with that. And so then they vote for somebody who probably dislikes them just as much. They're just a little less bad. Yeah. And that's how we're governed here. We are the Republicans. It's Susan Crowd Can't say Rob's an extremist or a provocateur or a shock jock or a whatever anymore, Jim Lucas, because she sat right here and said it. She sat right here and said it. Yep. So all the names, and I'm doing this for ratings or whatever else, Suzanne Crouch sat right here and said the government is too big, the taxes are too high, and the government's too inefficient. Mm-hmm. The same thing I've been saying on this program for eight years. Well, when we say the government, it is the Republican Party because they control everything. So you're right, ma'am, and thank you for calling, and I'm terribly sorry you are subjected to living in Brownsburg. I, I At least we can suffer together on that. But your son is getting screwed. Mm. Your son is getting screwed. But as long as the Republicans, the modern Republican Party is in charge, this is going to continue to happen because they abuse people's finances. It's what they do. Yep. And it's just going to keep on going. We've been told that, too. It is 1040. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. We got another letter, Rob. Oh, 
from our friend James. How exciting. At the Indiana Department of Correction. He wrote a little note. It says, corrects nothing. Okay, so hey, we need to preface this, that we have a super fan. Mm -hmm. His name is James. Mm -hmm. He has been writing the show basically since you came on board a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And he is a huge fan. He listens to us at the Plainfield Correctional Facility. Yep. And like once a month, we get a letter from James on just uh, usually usually an affinity for you. But yeah, it, but it's uh, sometimes it's just a variety of things. He uh, he wrote a love note to both of us. Oh, great! This one starts out as I kneel on one knee with my right hand on my heart, Ms. Casey Daniels, Your Grace. My life and my sword are yours from this time forward. I shower Casey Daniels, my queen, with honor and loyalty and obedient duty for you to command Your Highness until the death. Thank you, Your Grace. Now I will wait for you to tell me to stand. Wow. Go ahead, stand up if you want. But then, he wrote one for you, Bob. Oh, do I even want to know? You do. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Rob Kendall. Sir, I have figured you cannot be all that bad. <laughs> because if I heard correct, you said you were married to a Mexican woman. <laughs> Well, glory be, no kidding, Mexican women are my very favorite. Since I was 13 years old, I've dated many Mexican women and a couple Puerto Ricans also. But Mexican women are my favorite and Mexican food, the spicier the better. It's also my favorite cuisine. Yes, I'm a lover of hot pepper and hot sauce. I eat habaneros whole. I like the flavor of habanero more than jalapeno. So Rob K, you may be an all right guy. You may just be in need of a little mending, some correcting and an occasional adjusting by the voice of an angel, Miss Casey Daniels. Wow. Yeah. So I think he likes you, but I think he likes you because of your wife. Can you just read that <laughs> just that part real quick? I'm, what did he say? I'm okay because I'm married to a Mexican woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Well, glory be, no kidding. Uh, here it is. Uh, if I heard correct, you said you're married to a Mexican woman. You can't be all that bad. I'm going to go home and play that for her today because mm-hmm. she's going to be mortified after <laughs> she heard that. You think so? <laughs> well, I think what he's saying is the best part of you is your wife. Yes, uh, my <laughs> wife is. Well, look, Casey, we have had this conversation many, many times that mm-hmm. I am um, in a in a country that celebrates diversity. Mm-hmm. The There's no one. Yeah. I mean, no one more diverse than me when you think about uh, one of my bestest friends is black. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is is Hispanic, mm-hmm. and I work with a woman. There you I go. I mean, nobody That's has exactly embraced... what a racist would say. <laughs> There's no one that has embraced uh, just diversity like me. Hammer's going to join us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Fed rate cut plans have reduced mortgage rates more than a full point and dropping. You've been waiting to sell. Now is the time. Maximize your home sales price with the agent and team. I recommend Mark Deedle. Maybe you want maximum equity from your home, but not sure how. Mark Deedle guarantees your home sold at a mutually agreed upon price and deadline, or he will buy it. Listen to what Andy and Kim in Fortville had to say about working with Mark Deedle. We have an eight-month-old, and it was time to add more space. We heard about Mark Deedle on the radio and hired them. What they say is true. Our home had multiple offers and went under contract in 48 hours, while at the same time, they helped us find the perfect new bigger place. 
Call the agent I trust and recommend and the agent who guarantees your home sold or he'll buy it. Call Mark Deedle at 317-755-4232 for all the details or go online to markdeedle.com. That's Mark, D-I-E-T-E-L.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning. It is 11 minutes in front of 11. Hammer joining us in the studio. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Doing all right? Yeah. Everybody have a good weekend here? Feeling good? I'm feeling great. Good. Now, Rob and I had a little text thread going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. If there were an all WIBC edition yeah. of the slam dunk contest and three point contest, yeah. who would be the winners? Mm-hmm. And I said Rob would win the slam dunk contest. <laughs> now, keep in mind, we're talking about like on a kid's Nerf goal yeah. because none of us are actually dunking a basketball. Yeah. Um, but I think Rob is one. He's the youngest, mm-hmm. and the dunk contest is a young man's game. Yeah, thank you. And also, you seem to be the most limber, because yeah. there's some acrobatic stuff that takes place sure. in the slam dunk contest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would tip my hat to you. I think you win the dunk thank contest. You. Yeah. Now, the three-point shootout, mm-hmm. I think I win that. I agree. I've played some high school basketball. Mm-hmm. I think I win the three-point shootout. Yeah. I'm like the Carl Anthony Towns the year that he won it, <laughs> right? It's not really a jumper. It's more of a set yeah. shot. But straight away is my money rack. That's where I'm putting my two points. Let's face it. Look at who you're playing against. I mean, it's, you know, it's Ethan. It's Abdul. It's Relford. I mean, you don't have it. This is not. I think I could beat you in that. No, I I agree. I agree. And and Nigel, he was scheduled to appear, but he called in sick. So (laughs) also on All-Star Weekend, there was Mm -hmm. this really cool event. I thought it was kind of exciting where the best. WNBA three-point shooter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shot against Steph Curry. Yeah. Like Steph Curry is so good, he doesn't have time for the regular three-point shootout. <laughs> he does special events. Now. He's sure. the ringer. Yeah. So that event would be Casey Daniels against Tony Katz. I love it. And <laughs> I think Casey wins that. Casey hits more three-pointers than Tony Katz. We no cur- we no cur- problem. Yeah, we currently have this up as a poll because you and I were, were you know chatting about this last night during that just ridiculous All-Star game. Um and we put it up at Robin Kendall on Twitter. If you'd like to vote, who would win, Casey Daniels or Tony Katz? Mm-hmm. And Casey Daniels is overwhelmingly—I mean, yeah. she is just blowing the doors off Tony Katz. Now, you got to remember, this is also an endurance thing because there are five different yeah. racks that have five balls apiece, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think by rack number two, with all the sm- cigar smoke <laughs> yeah. and bourbon He's and sweat and rolling off of his fat, there's no way Tony yeah. Katz is making it to that final rack in time. Yeah. As to where Casey, I think she's got a little bit more energy. We pondered this in the first hour. Has Katz ever done anything athletic? Ever. Anything yeah. that you would look at and go, that is Just an athletic. Just driving the golf cart counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a trip to the liquor store. <laughs> uh, Casey has done, you know, Casey played high school basketball. Her daughter, as you pointed out, very athletic. Mm-hmm. Was Jim anything athletic or is that all you? No, he did track and football. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so it's a little bit of both. But the point is. And by the way, you're selling me short. I also played soccer up to the collegiate level. So okay. when it comes to sports, See, I am the you. clear front runner just, against Tony Katz. This is the most woman thing ever where we comp 
compliment her and it's just not good enough. It's not enough. It's like <laughs> well, we're, we're, I just I just want our voters to know. They need the information so they make the proper this is, selection. This is why people believe women shouldn't be in charge of stuff. This response right here because we're complimenting you mm-hmm. and it's never enough. Mm-hmm. It's like being at home. Thanks, Casey. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm 100% behind Casey on that one. Yeah, I agree. And what I would have liked to have seen on that Saturday deal, like after <laughs> Steph Curry beat the chick, like it should be like wrestling where they have this money in the bank briefcase where then Steph Curry can cash in yeah. and he calls out Damian Lillard. Yeah. All right, let's go. You want a piece of the big man? Come on. All right, you were getting a little annoyed with me last night because I had not watched an all-star game since I was a kid. And I remember the days of Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan and David Robinson and those guys, Carl Malone, those guys were playing to win. They were, it was competitive and 30 I, years ago. Okay, but I, that's the way I remember it being. And I watched this thing and I was just appalled at the complete and utter lack of effort in this game. Rob kept texting me, well, they're just shooting threes. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's playing any defense. And I would respond, yeah. That's kind of how this thing works. Why would like, anybody pay to go to this? So they're not even trying. Why were tickets $8,000? These guys are just playing a glorified game of horse. Because they want to see the superstars. Right. You got to see, if, if you paid a ticket, which, let's be honest, it was mainly corporate mm-hmm. butt sniffers. That's who gets to go to these yeah. types of deals. The average fan doesn't normally get right. to go. Um, you got to see Carl Anthony Towns put on his own slam dunk contest, which was pretty solid. You saw... Uh, your hometown guy play really well. You saw Dame Lillard pull up from half court a few times. And- I, I was just under the impression, I didn't think it was going to be the Pro Bowl, but I was under the impression it would be closer to the Major League All-Star game. Oh, no. Where they're actually, you know, a little bit of trying. Obviously, you don't have a guy going out there trying to throw his arm out, but there's some effort going on in this game. There was no effort whatsoever. It's pretty much these guys showing off for yes. each other. That was your first mistake. It was just like the Pro Bowl. It's been that way for a long time. When did that, like, how, how many years 30 ago? 30 years ago, Rob. <laughs> When Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant all went away, you know, the competitiveness of this thing went away and it just became kind of a uh, three-point shootout and in-game slam dunk contest. But I will say, I thought the city of Indianapolis, despite the weather, which really sucks, I hate the weather happened the way that it did. Mm -hmm. I thought the city did a good job. Um, I love the open that they had with Oscar Robertson, Larry Bird, Mm -hmm. and Reggie Miller. Great. And... I could tell there were a few Pacer fans in there, and this did my heart well. Because after Dame Lillard won the MVP, they booed him. Yeah! They booed him out of the stadium <laughs> because, one, it should have been Halliburton. Because yeah. Halliburton didn't shoot the ball every time he got it like Dame. And the Pacers and Bucks rivalry is developing. Boo that man! It did my heart well. What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, so Guy Relford's going to join us Monday, Gunday. We had some action at the Waffle House. We got a mm-hmm. lot of stuff going on here and the biggest stories of the day. Thanks, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.